Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. In case you are new here, my name is Olivia Eve, and I have a podcast, obviously, that you're listening to right now called For You From Eve. And today's Friday, which means it's another For You Friday series. Uh, For You Friday is basically an advice session where I put a poll on Instagram and I say, what do you guys want me to talk about this week? And I get a bunch of suggestions and everything. So I kind of just – normally I'll go through – I'll be like, ask me questions on relationships and I'll go through and answer your relationship questions. But recently I've been getting a lot of direct messages on, can you talk about this topic? And I'm going through this situation. Can you please talk about this situation? And so since I've been getting kind of more direct messages, I figured I might just take, you know, a suggestion from one of your DMs and just spend a whole episode talking about it. I'm also starting a series called 25 Days of Eve slash Evemas. I haven't necessarily decided on the name yet because I do like 25 Days of Eve better. But when I put the title of the podcast, Evemas just is shorter and will be better with the title. So I think I'm just going to switch off between using those names. But I wanted to kind of just record you know, an episode with you guys today, and we're going to be talking about getting your life together. So it is actually Saturday, the week before this episode even goes up. I have an episode, you guys probably already listened to it, that went up Monday with Caroline and and Catherine, where we recorded in the city. On Wednesday, my YouTube video went up. So all that will be linked down below as well. In case you wanted to check out that last episode, you could go check that out. We basically just talked about their wellness journeys and things that they have going on right now. But today is going to be a solo episode where I just talk about how to get your life together. Of course, as soon as I started recording, landscaping is now now going on outside, but I don't think that you can hear it through the microphone. So I think we're going to be okay. It's just going to be a little bit distracting for me, but it's okay. But happy Saturday. I wanted to talk about getting your life together today because I woke up this morning and I woke up super late. I slept in and, but once I was finally out of bed, I felt very motivated to kind of clean my room and do all these things and just get a bunch of work done. And I was like, I feel like I'm really going to enjoy doing a getting your life together episode today. So that's what I'm going to be doing. I wrote down seven of my main tips. Um, Oh wait. Yeah. Seven of my main tips. I thought I said eight, but I wrote the same thing twice. So seven of my main tips I wrote down. So these are my seven steps to getting your life back together. And I'm excited to kind of go through them because I feel like we all have ruts where we're kind of, we feel a little bit stuck because we're in the same routine and it's obviously great to have routine and structure within your days, especially when you have to balance and prioritize school and work and social life and health and wellness and fitness. And you have all these things that you want to get done in one day. So you finally build up your routine so that you're able to finish all these things in one day. But then it's like, You build up your routine and every day kind of feels the same and you feel like you're not growing and you could kind of maybe burn yourself out and feel like you're going to get into this little rut where you don't want to do anything for a few days and Thanksgiving break is like finishing up right now. So I'm kind of, I haven't been working out the past few days. I was in Massachusetts for Thanksgiving and I was working for Black Friday. So I haven't really been working out or anything. And I felt like I was a little bit of a in a rut, but today I woke up and I was super motivated to kind of get back onto my feet. And I realized it was only a few days of feeling a little bit less motivated. And I'm going to show you guys how I kind of get out of that, how I get my life back together, how I stay consistent with it so that this isn't something that you have to reset every single week. And we're going to go into the seven tips. Okay, so the first tip that I have for you guys, and I feel like this is going to be 
a very obvious one coming from me, but you have to organize and clean your space before doing anything else that I'm going to say. And the reason that I say that is because if your room is cluttered and, you know, we do spend a lot of times in our rooms because of online school, it's where we wake up, it's where we go to sleep, our office, whatever area that we're spending a lot of time in, it has to be clean and organized. Everything has to have a place. It has to be a place where you're going to walk in and you're going to feel happy walking into it. You're not going to walk in and feel stressed out. Like, for example, I was having a really bad day on Friday after my trip, I was just having a really bad day. I was very tired. I was feeling a little bit anxious. I was at work all day and I was just kind of stressed out with how many things I had to get done and how tired I was and just wasn't feeling my best. And I got home from work and my room was an absolute disaster. There were clothes everywhere because I was running late in the morning. So all the clothes I was trying to pick out were all over the floor. There were Amazon boxes all over the place because of Christmas gifts. My bag from Massachusetts was still unpacked. My bed was unmade. My coffee was on my dresser that I didn't finish drinking. My room was an absolute mess. And I walked in and I saw this huge mess with all this clutter. And I just got extremely, extremely stressed out. And all I did was sit into bed while my room was a disaster and was like, I don't want to get out of my bed. Like, I don't want to get up. I don't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to clean my room. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to try to even make myself feel better because I was already so stressed out that I didn't even want to try to be like, let me make myself feel better or, you know, whatever. And so I remember just being like not happy while I was on my bed, but because my room was so messy, I had no motivation to get up and clean it. And eventually after scrolling on TikTok and watching YouTube and being on my phone for an hour, I was like, okay, you have to get up and you have to, you know, get yourself together and pull yourself together because your room is disgusting and you need to figure this out because this isn't, you know, a reasonable thing for you to just be sitting in bed like this, like get up and clean up your room and start getting yourself together. And so I got up and I cleaned my room and I didn't like deep clean it, but I at least like put the clothes away and brought the boxes downstairs and did enough where I was able to be in my room and not be stressed out by it. And it's crazy the difference it can make when you walk into a bedroom or an office or whatever and you walk into your space and it's clean. Like that is honestly such an underrated feeling because most of the time we're used to it if our room is always clean. But when our room is messy, it clutters our mind more than we know. And having a place for everything, I highly recommend if you want to get your life back on track and get back together and get out of this rut, the first thing you should do is clean and organize your room. And I mean clean it, like deep clean it. All those clothes that you have in the back of your closet that you don't wear anymore, take them out. Do a donation pile, a selling pile, and a keeping pile. Make those three piles. Whatever you're not going to wear and that don't have any like real value, like if it's not like a designer item or something that could be resold, donate it. If it's something that has value but you're not going to wear it anymore, sell it on Depop or Poshmark. If it's something that you're still going to wear and you're like, no, I still wear this, I still like it, I'm going to keep it, then keep it. This way... You're getting rid of all these clothes that you that no longer have any use for you or do anything for you, you know, and it's it's very like underrated. We don't talk about it enough how much that kind of relieves our stress. So if you do that, that's going to be a huge thing that's going to kind of be off your mind and just organizing your closet, going through your jeans, your tops, your dresses 
your socks and your underwears and bras, like even little things like that. Like there are so many of those things you don't wear and just decluttering it is going to help you so, so much. So I highly recommend deep cleaning your room. Go through that random drawer in your room, you know, the one where you keep the lighter for your candles and your scissors and your post-it notes and clothes tags and receipts, everything that you kind of keep those random stuff in, go through that drawer, organize it. Are some of that stuff trash? Does it need to be stored somewhere else? Organize the skincare in your bathroom. Organize all these things and just do a super, super deep clean and organization because if everything in your room has a place for itself, that's going to change a lot more for you. When you're getting ready in the morning, you're not going to have to look around for things. It's going to be exactly where you put it last. I'm actually, as I'm talking, I want to deep clean my room after this episode, even though it is clean and I did my clothes. I think I got rid of my clothes not too long ago, like maybe a few months ago. There's still certain sides of my closet where I'm like, yeah, no, this needs to be like fixed up and or reorganized and everything. So there's still a lot that I kind of want to clean about it, but it's just insane that I it, it like makes that big of a difference having a place for everything in your room. So that's the first tip I'm going to give you is to deep clean it. Like put on this episode and for the rest of the episode, just deep clean your room, you know, go through all your clothes, put on new sheets on your bed, maybe buy something new for your bedroom to reward yourself, like a new bedding or a new plant or a new picture frame, a new candle, something to kind of add a little bit more excitement for your room and just to reward yourself for cleaning it super well. I just got a new candle from Target and I'm super, super happy that I bought it because the smell is like a Christmassy winter smell. So I'm very happy that I have that and it's fun to clean your room and then light a candle. So Highly recommend cleaning and organizing your room. That should be the first step to getting your life back on track because everything's going to have a place and you're going to be able to think more straightly, like straight-minded. The next tip that I have is to plan and use some type of calendar system. I really love um, Google Calendar. I have a physical planner as well, but I prefer Google Calendar and my notebook. So I have this one notebook that's literally in front of me right now, and it has a to-do list section, a notes section, and then like a blank bullet point section. And I really like to use this along with my Google Calendar because this book I use on a daily basis. I like my planner for educational purposes, you know, putting my homework assignments and important dates. But I've honestly found that recently I much prefer Google Calendar and then one physical notebook to kind of make to-do lists for the day and write podcast notes in and random ideas in and just having that notebook with you at all times because if you get a random idea while you're at the park or something, you can write it down on a notebook. So I really like just having a physical notebook. It's from Target. Um, Let me see if the brand is on it in case any of you are interested in it. Oh, it's the brand Opal House, O-P-A-L-H-O-U-S-E. And it's just the spiral bound three sectioned notebook. So yeah, it's literally just a notebook. I'm pretty sure it was like 10 bucks, maybe 12 bucks, like super affordable, has three sections. It's pretty, it has really cute like designs on it and it has quite a lot of paper. So I really like having a physical thing. I do like to write things down physically, especially when I'm recording my podcast. And then I like to have Google Calendar, which is kind of a more organized layout of things that I want and things that I have to get done and things that I'm looking forward to. So having a calendar like that, I think is huge. If you don't use Google Calendar, I highly recommend using it. And it's also easy because if you're doing online school, you can actually link your classes to the day and time that you have them. So it's like 
on Thursdays when I have a class at 11.30 a.m. for accounting, I just go to Google Calendar and I click on it and the link is already there and it just adds me to the class. And if you want to make appointments, it's super easy to add them in, see where you can fit them in. So I highly recommend kind of just once you're done cleaning your room, sit down, open up your computer, open up Google Calendar. You can use another type of calendar. That's just the type I use because I think it works easiest, especially when I have Zoom things going on. It's really easy to just place them in that way. And just kind of go through your school schedule, go through the rest of the month, events that you have, parties you have, appointments you have to make, and find a place for all of it. That's going to be a really huge thing that you want to get done. So my next tip after, you know, cleaning your room and organizing your room and then organizing your month through calendar is writing down goals. And the reason that this is going to keep you on track is because making goals is going to help you with your with your consistency. So that way, this whole reset that you're doing isn't something that you're going to have to do every single day because it's going to be something that you are going to keep your mind on and be like, well, this is something I want to accomplish. So I don't really want to stop working towards it. And your goal can be revolved around school, fitness, health, anything. So, and you can obviously have more than one goal. So let's say your goal is to make your bed every single day for the next week. You're like, that's a habit I want to add into my life. That's going to be a goal of mine to do. Or your goal is I want to get an A's on all of my upcoming exams. Like all my midterms, I want to get A's on, or I want to go to the gym 15 times this month, whatever it is. And then you kind of tally it down having goals like this and writing down goals. They can also be long-term goals. They could be long-term goals where you're like, I want to work here full time in five years or whatever it is, something where you're going to be reminded of this goal. I feel like I'm screaming this episode, but something where you're going to be reminded of this goal and just be like, yeah, this is why I'm working so hard. So you could write down your goals in many different ways. You can literally grab a post-it note and write down your goals and stick that post-it note on your bedside table. So that way you wake up every morning, you see it, you go to sleep every night, you see it. Or you can make a vision board, which is something that I have. I have a vision board in my office area that kind of reminds me of why I'm working so hard and what there is to this life that I want to accomplish. And I do love the post-it note idea. That's actually something I'm taking inspiration from, from my Monday episode when Anne Catherine and Caroline were saying they have a goals post-it note like board where they put a goal for the month or the end of the year or something. Anytime they have a new goal, they kind of write it on a sticky note. They put it on this and they just keep adding it. And then once they kind of look back and they see the ones that they've accomplished, they take them down and make it into a little pile. So I really want to start something like that because I feel like that would be a really good kind of reminder of everything that I've accomplished and like gives me a moment to be proud of myself and then also kind of shows myself that my potential is infinite and there are millions of goals that I could create and millions of goals that I have potential to accomplish. So I think that creating goals in that way could be a really sustainable way to kind of keep your mind stuck onto what you want to do and remind yourself daily of what it is you want to get done and why you want to work so hard. But yeah, I think creating goals is a great way to get your life together. It will remind you where your priorities are. And it's something that you could be excited for every day and work towards every day. The next tip that I have, and by the way, these are in no specific order, but I do highly recommend cleaning and organizing your room first um, because I feel like that's just important. But obviously this is in no order because a lot of these things are just stuff you should have in your life. For example, rule number four, who are you surrounding yourself with? 
you need to be surrounding yourself with people who want to make to like people that make you want to be the best version of yourself possible. An example that I have is when I was in high school and my beginning year of college, I was surrounded by pretty much the same people. And this is nothing against people that I had classes with or anything. But my first year of college, I was just super unmotivated and not driven on who I wanted to be and what I wanted to accomplish because I was surrounded by people who weren't doing enough. And when I was in high school, I was already thinking of internships and, you know, majors and my goals and all these things and the people around me weren't. And, you know, when you're in high school, you don't really have to be doing that. You don't have to be thinking of internships. Some people in high school don't even know what internships are, you know? So I was thinking of all these things at a very young age and the people around me weren't. So when I was in college, my first year of college, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so above everybody. Like I'm doing so much more than the people around me. I've already had an internship and these people don't have it. I already have this and these people don't have it. Like I was just kept thinking I was so above everyone internship wise, not human being wise, all because I had accomplished so much more earlier. And then once I had eventually transferred schools and I went to a city school, I saw all these people doing 10 times what I was doing. And because I was surrounded by people who were doing less than me, I thought what I was doing was enough and it made me stop working and it made me stop trying as hard because I was like, I'm already doing enough. Like I'm ahead of all these people. But then once I got into city school and I was surrounded by people who were doing more than me, it made me realize how behind I was and it made me want to get on their level. You know, they always say you're the sum of your five closest friends. The motivation and work ethic that your friends have is going to be how you turn out. And even if you're like, no, 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 I'm my own person. Like no one has influence on me. It's not necessarily that you're going to turn into this person. It's that you're going to set your standards and expectations to what they have because you're going to be like, well, what they're doing is working out for them. So I'm just going to stay at this level because you're going to think what you're doing is enough. And what like it's never going to be enough because there's always so much potential. So you want to surround yourself with people who are working harder than you, who are smarter than you. I think this is Kanye West's quote when he was like, I don't know if it was Kanye West's quote. I don't know why I said Kanye West, but I know it's someone's quote where they were like, if you're the smartest person in the room, find another room because you want to be around people who are more successful and smarter and hardworking than you. So that way you can kind of be motivated to be that person instead of being with people who are less hardworking than you. And you think, and you kind of just stay comfortable and you settle and you don't push yourself to grow because you're like, I'm doing enough. Like I'm doing fine. So I think being around people who want to push you to your best, who are going to support you and motivate you and not being around people that are going to bring you down. My next tip that I have, number five, is doing daily gratitude, reminding yourself what you're thankful for. And you're probably like, how is this getting like getting my life back together? This has nothing to do with planning or organizing, but your mental health is just as important. So you need to make sure you're taking mental health breaks. If you're not taking mental health breaks and you're not doing your gratitude or journaling or meditating or doing any of those practices, you will fall apart. And that is something I can say from experience when I'm in a go, go, go zone and all I'm doing is working out and emails and recording podcasts and doing my schoolwork. It's great because I'm getting so much done. But at the same time, if I'm not taking mental health breaks, I drive myself to a range of anxiety and sadness and burnout. And that's when my motivation falls and I get into a rut. So if you want to avoid getting into that rut and kind of stop yourself from burning out, 
you have to have your meditations and kind of just your mental health breaks. It doesn't have to be meditating, but anything that kind of grounds you and reminds you like, okay, I am who I am. I'm going to be okay. You know, this is just a little thing that I'm going to get through and I'm going to do this every single day. So that way I don't burn out. Have that little moment of peace with yourself every single day, even if it's for five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, however long you want to spend on your self-care. You really need to prioritize that because that should honestly be the number one priority. Um, So yeah. The next tip that I have is to create to-do lists. Even the day that you're like, oh, I want to reset my life. Create a to-do list of everything that you want to do, right? Let's say you're in bed, your room's messy, you haven't really been getting any work done this past week. You know, Thanksgiving break just ended, so that's super normal for us to be like a little bit out of routine. So create a to-do list, right? You're in bed, you're like, okay, I'm listening to this episode and now I want to get myself back together. How do I start? Make a to-do list. Number one, I'm going to clean and deep organize my room. I'm going to clean out all my clothes. I'm going to organize everything. This could take you 30 minutes or this could take you three hours depending how much you kind of have to get done. So make sure you get all of that done. You make a to-do list. You're like, okay, this is the first thing I want to do today. The second thing I want to do is I want to do a face mask and a hair mask and take a shower because cleaning my room is going to tire me out. And I want to make sure I'm taking a self-care break. And while my hair and face mask are in, I'll journal. So that will be your second goal of the day. And you're like, okay, this is my second to-do list. My third to-do list will be to make myself breakfast and watch a YouTube video. Okay. My fourth to do will be, I want to plan out the rest of my week. I want to get Google calendar and I want to plan out everything I have to do. I want to create goals for the week. I want to create intentions for the week and make sure I have my plan, my week planned out. Right. And remember, these aren't things that you have to do every single day, like creating a to-do list of, I want to meditate today and eat this today and work out today. These aren't things that you have to do every single day, especially if you've never done them before. If you've never meditated or manifested or you've never gone to the gym, don't try to do all these things in one day because you will drive yourself crazy and it will just not become a lifestyle that you can maintain and stay consistent with. You have to make sure you're kind of taking your time and easing into it and doing baby steps. So If you want to just create a to-do list for today and be like, I'm going to deep clean my room today and then I'm going to do a hair and face mask and that's it. Tomorrow, my to-do list will be to go grocery shopping and meal prep for the week and plan my week out. Create to-do lists every single day so that way you're not doing a million things at once and not trying to like create a million habits in one day or in one week because that's not going to be attainable for you and it's going to stress you out more than it's going to motivate you. But I think creating to-do lists is a huge, huge, huge thing. So tip number one so far, we have clean and organize your room. Tip number two, plan out, get a calendar. Tip number three, create your goals. Tip number four, who are you surrounding yourself with? Tip number five, make sure you're taking care of your mental health with gratitude, intentions, what you're thankful for. Tip number six, create to-do lists every single day or every other day or whenever you have kind of a busier day so you have a physical outline of everything you have to do. And number seven, we have find your passion. Now, the reason that this is in a get your life together episode is because I hear a lot of people say they don't have passions or they don't have something they're passionate about. And I think everyone has something they're passionate about, whether they know it or not, whether they know what it is or whether it's something so small that they don't notice it's their passion. I think everybody has something that they're passionate about. 
And you can maybe not find out what you're passionate about until you're 30 or 40. You know, you could find out when you're 15 or you could find out when you're 35. You have no idea when you're going to find out what your passion is. But I truly do believe every single person has one. And the reason that this isn't my get your life together is because your passion is what's going to make you want to work hard in life. So for example, my podcast is my passion. Of course, it's something that I love doing. I love building a community of independent, strong women who want to better themselves. And I love talking to you guys. I love messaging you guys. I love creating content for you guys. I love working with brands. This is my passion. This is something I love doing. Yes, I'm in school for marketing, which can be similar to podcasting and what I'm doing on social media, but kind of the other end of it. So I do definitely have a passion for marketing as well. And I do semi-enjoy going to school and working towards that. But my biggest passion in life is my podcast. And so that is something that you have to have is you have to have a passion in your life because that's going to what that's what's going to make you want to work so hard and make you want like remind yourself oh this is why I want to work so hard because I want my passion to be my life so you can get your life together you can clean as much as you want you can plan as much as you want but if you're not doing it for something then it's all a waste you know so I wanted to clean my room today and get all this done because I wanted to record a podcast episode. So now I recorded this podcast episode. Now I'm motivated to clean my room and get myself together. So that's kind of my last tip for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm going to list all of them down below as well in case you wanted to like write them down throughout the episode. I hope you all listened and felt like motivated to get your life together and be like, yes, I'm so motivated. I want to clean my room now and do this and that. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to today's Friday episode. I hope you guys are excited for 25 days of Eve where I will be posting a podcast every single day. They're going to be a little bit shorter because I'm going to be talking about one advice topic, but they're still going to be super fun. So I'm excited to put those out for you guys, but thank you so much for listening and supporting me. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram at for you from Eve. And my TikTok is Olivia Eve Shabo. My personal Instagram is Olivia Eve Shabo. Everything's linked down below. You guys can follow or subscribe to my YouTube as well if you want to see me post more like guest content, which I will try my best to do. But thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I love all of you and I love all the support you give me and I hope you have an amazing weekend. Bye.